0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. This is with Cody Shock from the FXR Chaparral Honda team, doing really well outdoors in the 450 class. And uh, so I wanted to get him on and talk to him a little bit about that and uh, talk to him about Red Bud 1 and Red Bud 2 coming up here. Uh, thank you to FXR Racing. popham x 30 is the code to save with FXRRacing.com. Uh, uh, they got much more than gear, too. If you check them out, they got a lot full line of stuff, casual wear and snowmobile stuff and moto gear. And the 2021 stuff is out and Brock Tickle's wearing it. Cody Shock is wearing it it uh so many guys out there running fxr racing they're doing a good job so please check those guys out uh if you can and use that code to save um also speaking of codes race tech uh will use race tech has a code pulp 20 is a code to save with racetech.com uh, get your motor work done get suspension work done from those guys get your suspension serviced Oil change, new bushings, new seals, it'll feel like brand new. Please, when's the last time you probably got it done? It's probably been a long time. Racetech can dial you in, or they can simply modify it for your weight and or speed. Uh, Racetech.com for more information. I want to thank the folks at Namira as well. Since 2001, Namira has been supplying factory-level pistons and gaskets for every make and model. From two wheels to four, from weekend warriors to guys like Darren Meese and A-Ray, Namira's advanced piston tech has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Uh, follow them on Instagram for giveaways. Uh, they're giving away a little, little KTM 50s and stuff. And uh, please visit them online at numira.com. Forging champions one piston at a time. I want to thank the folks at firepowerparts.com. Uh, you know their featherlight lithium batteries. You know their uh, chains. Uh, they also got a, an oil uh, an oil line that they've added for 2020. And uh, they do a great job with that. Built, uh, made by in, a, in the USA by a leading manufacturer. They've got everything you need for oils from uh, uh, chain lubes to, to lubricants to uh, mixes and everything else. Firepowerparts.com com max's tires uh mxsts developed by mcgrath used by justin rodbell that's it. Just, just Justin Rodbell. No, I'm kidding. But the SGB, Kawasaki, Maxis team, uh, Rodbell, A-Ray, and, uh, and, and Smith as well, Jeremy Smith. Uh, they use Maxis tires. They've been using the Scoop for the Nationals. It's been working really well for them. But the MXSTs are, are Jeremy's tire, and they got great mountain bike tires as well. The Minions uh, line is something that I really love to use. they got UTV tires, light truck tires, Maxis.com for more information on those guys. Um, all right, let's dive into Cody Shock's story and uh, talk about this season with him and, and growing up in Delaware and whatever else comes to mind. All right, thanks for listening. All right, everybody, as promised on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast, a guy that's uh, riding really well this year and uh, happy to have him on. It's Cody Shock. What's up, Cody? How are you, man?
1: I am great, Steve. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you for doing this. Um, so, Red Bud 1 just happened, uh, Red Bud 2 coming up uh, in a couple of days. How are you feeling after, after the day? And are you ready to get back at it on Monday?
1: I uh, Yeah, I'm ready to get back at it. And honestly, I feel great. Um. After that second moto, I kind of was ready to go for another one. I was just like, kind of fired up. Like, come on, like, let's go.
2: So, right, right.
1: Um, Red Bull's always been a favorite of mine, so no, it'll be good. Um, yeah, no, Red Bull two should be pretty interesting because obviously, I don't know the last time that we ever raced on a Monday. <laughs> so
2: yeah,
1: um, definitely a change of events. But now it's gonna be exciting and i just ready to get back
0: to it. Yeah, it should be should be great. You were you were good at Red Bud last year. I know that as well. Um you're not from yeah. here or anything else, but what what about the track that you like?
1: Uh, honestly I, I don't I don't know, it's just all the sand. Right. Like I'm I it's it's the mixture of like a hard base with uh sand and it was weird, like this year they put like mulch in it, in spots and it was like super loamy. And I was cool with that because at home a lot of the tracks add mulch or like soda so it was kind of like ah this is like all types of soil that i usually ride so like let's get to it and like the honda tends to act really well in like super Mm loaminess. so it just that thing was barking all day
0: (laughs) yeah no really um so i so i don't know if you are aware of pulpamex fantasy or not i'm sure you are people people talk about you guys as you know privateer guys is, is able to win the games i'm sure you've probably heard about it from some people i'm sure right yeah so yeah. so i picked you for yesterday and you're a 10 handicap so you had to get 20th or better to get double points so i was uh, i got you I, well no in the first <laughs> model you didn't get me oh <laughs> But what I was saying was I was watching your battle with Grant Harlan in the first moto uh, yesterday, and, dude, you guys were going at it. And at some point you broke him. You had a good lead, and I, I, maybe you made a mistake or you fell or something. He got you back. But, dude, it was cool to watch a couple of guys who, you know, are going for 20th and absolutely having the race of to, to the death. It was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: No, it was, it was pretty wild. Um, cause I went down the first turn mm-hmm. and that's, and that's when Barsha came with me. So we were coming through the pack and I got up to 21st within two laps. And I, I just kind of found myself there. Like mm-hmm. I kind of just, I don't know. And we were all battling and then next thing you know, it was like Harlan and I, and I was like, yeah. okay, well, here we go. And no, we were shuffling back and forth so many times <laughs> and like, I had like we were sending it like there's times when I would get squirrely and he would get squirrely. It's like, what is going on? But uh, no, it was it was a good battle, and yeah. I just I, I knew where I belonged for Moto Two, mm-hmm. so I just made sure I delivered.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. It's funny, like you know, maybe nobody noticed or nobody would have watched you yeah. two guys, uh, but I was because you need to get twentieth, which you d- couldn't do. But, but uh, yeah. dude, it was it was intense, and it was a couple of guys that were like, I think you were faster, but I looked like you were making more mistakes than he was.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I just I didn't have the greatest setup going into moto one mm-hmm. we are kind of, i was kind of lost going through practice like i yes i was able to set like a good practice time mm-hmm. but i wasn't i gonna be a setup that was gonna be good for 30 minutes and i it just i kind of wore myself out and that's kind of where i was set you know mm-hmm. and then moto two we did a little little uh, adjustment and turned it around and i'll say like the 16th was a way better ride for me Right. So uh but no, like yeah, that's just where I was, Moto One and yeah. that was me. It like was, I, it, yeah. I I gave it everything I had and we had to send it.
0: Yeah. Honestly, Yeah, no, it was good. It was, it was, it was, I mean, I was bummed out just for fantasy purposes, but it was a cool race between you two guys with nothing on the line outside of one point, but it was awesome. Um, so you're just outside the top 20 after four rounds here. Uh, have you been, I, I think you've been doing well. I, I think you should be stoked with it. You're a total privateer, Of course, the FXR chaparral guys, Michael Lindsay helping you out. Uh, are you happy with the season so far?
1: I uh, yes and no. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm happy to score points, obviously. And my goal going into this year is just to simply lower my two digits. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, as long as I'm lowering that, that means I'm doing better every year. And this year I have way more points than I did last year as in like how early in the season we are.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So I'm stoked with that, but like, I've, I haven't been stoked on people say I've been consistent, but to me, I'm, I haven't been as consistent as I want. Right. Every every weekend, I want to score in top, top 20. And, like, at Loretta's first moto, I got cleaned out first lap and ended up, like, 24th. Like, that was just – that's what I had, that moto. Yep. And it's just kind of been, like, moto one and moto two. I've had weekends where I'm inside top 20, and then other weekends I'm, like, right outside of top 20 for one moto. And to me, it's just, like, dang, like, one point's better than nothing.
2: So, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm just – trying to get another top 15 because last year i got three 15th overalls and i was stoked on that mm-hmm. and this year my best overall has been 17th and it's like i know what i can do i just gotta have that little bit of luck to make it happen
2: right. so right
1: no i've definitely been happy i mean i'm a lot better rider this year technique wise like when i was out on california been working with mx clinic uh Jeff over there and and obviously michael Lindsay himself, he's just been helping me like little technique things every time we go ride Supercross or go outdoors, like just doing little drills and stuff, and it's it's mm-hmm. helped a lot. So I kind of just need to like put it all together and just have one solid weekend. So right. I'm I'm after the second moto yesterday, I I knew my speed was there and I was getting faster as the moto went on. I, like I think I set my fastest lap time early, and then I almost backed it up with yep. like two laps to go. So. I just got to execute it, like I said, and just... Mm -hmm. Hammer
0: it out. Well, when you look at the points, you know you're tied with Master Pool uh, for twentieth, and Rod Bell got a ton of points and the total mutter, which he's good at, and props to him. He's riding well this year. He had a great oh, race yeah. yesterday. Oh, yeah. But other than that, like Henry Miller is an established guy. Benny Bloss has made the podium outdoors, and it's all factory dudes, and then you. So that's what I'm looking at, right? For for, for what yeah. you and Michael are doing, and and uh, and obviously FXR and and Race Tech, and everybody's helping you out, firepower and these guys. But I'm 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 looking at the riders ahead of you. And there's not many guys that are, that don't have more support than you. You know what I mean? So that part is Correct. really, really good. So. Yeah. No.
1: Like I'm definitely where I, I belong, but I, I, I personally know I can do mm-hmm. a
0: lot better. Right. So. Um, Michael, no, Oh, sorry. Uh, Michael Lindsay. No, yeah, Michael Lindsay, uh, obviously he's a buddy of mine. He's come up and done the Pulp Show a bunch of times. He's always been a big believer in you, um, even back before the season. Obviously, you broke your wrist before Supercross and, you know, uh, set you back a little bit, but but Blos came on the team and, and, and got hurt. And, you know, we made a lot of jokes at Michael's expenses, uh, Jerry and Starling, and, and, you know, and it's just you and him now in a van. And, uh, but dude, he's always believed in you and he's a smart guy. And, and I'm sure it seems like you two get along really well and work well together uh, from the outside looking in
1: yeah no we do um it's kind of crazy so came out to california and i was originally living with kenny day and then i got tired of that drive so then i started living with tony archer Mm -hmm. and then i michael and i got closer and he was like dude why don't you just like move in with me you can have your own room I was like, because I was sleeping on an air mattress before. (laughs) Like I was doing what I had to do, you know, to like get established. And then Michael was like, "Dude, just move in with me." So I moved in with Michael. So yeah, like I'm roommates with him. It's kind of funny. And Mm -hmm. I mean, no, we get along great. It's uh, the dude teaches me a lot every day. Yeah, and no, he's just like honestly a, a genuine dude to have around. Like he's there to help you, but he's also there to like have a great time.
0: So yeah, yeah we're um, always we're always making jokes about what he was, what he was thinking about starting a team. <laughs> Good God, the stress yeah, he's, he's put yeah, on. The-
1: <laughs> he reminds me of that all the time. He's like, "Gosh, what a great year!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but but like I remember talking to him when he was like, "Hey, I'm going to put Cody Shock on the team." You know, this was before the start of the year, and I'm like, "Okay, like." You know, you're certainly fast, and we'll get to, we'll talk about Supercross in a second. But I was like, okay, well, there's, it seems to me like there's, there's a few other guys that I'm, that are looking for rides, and he, dude, he always had your back all the time. So that, that's really cool to see. You know what I mean? He always believed in you, and, and, uh, and then you, you rewarded him in Supercross, I think, at those Salt Lake races. So, yeah. um, so that part's really cool. Um, so you do seem to be a better outdoor guy than an indoor guy. You have skills. You you can set fast times. You look very good on the track. But outdoors comes a little easier to you, would it be fair to say?
1: Uh, Yeah. I think it's it's because I never rode Supercross until last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do the whole arena cross thing for teachers yeah, yeah. when I was an amateur. It was – I did – two and a half years of outdoor pro nationals before I even touched my wheels on supercross. Yeah. So it was completely new to me. And, uh, first year was a little rough that I started learning it. And then last year, well, this previous supercross season, I I like, it started to click for me. Mm -hmm. And like the last round, it felt like, I think I qualified like 13th fastest and I got eighth in my heat race. And then I was running ninth in the main until, something happened with the bike and like, I, I know I can do it. It was just one of those things where I just needed a little bit of time for it to click. So yeah, outdoors does come a little easier just because that's, that's what I grew up. Right. I mean, that's kind of how it is. And no, but like, if I'm being honest with you, I enjoy supercross way more than outdoors right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm excited for the fall just cause I
0: know I'll be back on supercross. Right. So, um, yeah, the whoops seem to give you some trouble. Uh, but oh, yeah. yeah, but you yeah. know, I mean, uh, again, you can have, you have skills. I think anybody watching, you can see that you lay down a fast time, it's consistency and hitting the whoops the same every lap. Right. I mean, that's kind of a couple things yeah. you need to work on.
1: Yeah, no. And that's, that's the thing. Like going into Salt Lake, I only had one, really one round, mm-hmm. uh, super fast I did, which was at MetLife last year. And I didn't know what I need to work on. So like we, Michael and I, we would go to the track and like, I'll be setting decent lap times and consistent. It was great for me. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was doing good. And then we get to Salt Lake and it's like, all right, well, I'm good in this, this, and this area, but this area, I really need to work on. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, people criticize me on my whoops and stuff. And you know, I'm not afraid to admit it. Yes, I do need to work on it, you know? Mm -hmm. And going into this off season, I'll have, more focus on that yes yeah. just hammer that out and get good at it because once i get good at those that's a second to two seconds there like yeah. you know
0: that those are big yeah those are big yep
1: and that's that's kind of the, the seconds that i'm missing so i know once i get that we'll be good so now it's uh i, I just feel better going into this off season mm-hmm. knowing what i have to work on like that's a good feeling
0: right it was awesome to see, too. Uh, again, I'm a friend of Michael, and I know he's putting together this this team, and he's doing everything he can to get it. Your reaction after making your first main event was really cool. You were stoked. Now, I had picked you in Pulp Mech's Fantasy the week before, so I couldn't pick you this week, th- that week, but uh, but uh, it didn't matter. I was still. It was really cool to see your emotion and uh, happy you were to, to finally break through and make that main event, you know, because I don't— Cody, I don't know how many times you were in qualifying spot and then crashed or got passed, right? Like, Yeah, like yeah. No, straight up. It had been a few weeks where it was like, oh, shock's going to make it, shock's going to make it. Oh, no, he made a mistake or he crashed or whatever. And then to finally break through, it was cool to see that emotion.
1: Yeah, no, it was... I mean, we all put our heart into this. Right. And it's what I've always dreamed of. And when I was going like for a little uh, roller before the finish, yeah. I was like, holy crap, we did it. And yeah. I, and, like Midair, I was just so stoked that we were like, dude, you'll assault the bike like you're so sick. I was like, yeah, like I actually did it because I like I hate to lose or like hate not getting what I want. Yeah. And after the first round, I was like, dang, like I didn't know I was at a qualifying position third LCQ because I wasn't really aware of my surroundings. Uh-huh. And then second round, I knew I had the speed, and I just I screwed up like you know in the whoops. Yeah. Like simply, simple as that. And then third, like it beat me down mm-hmm. and. I told Michael, I was like, dude, we're, we're doing this. Like, I'm not giving up. And he was like, I I know he's like, I I believe in you. And then, yeah, that third round came and like, I made it. And then the fourth round came and I did even better. And I was like, we're, we're going to do this. So,
0: yeah. That was cool. No, it's awesome, for sure. It was it was really cool to see. Uh, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life, brought to you by Namira, Maxis, and Firepower, all on board with us. Cody shocks on the line. How's your FXR gear? You, you're liking it? You can use the code PULPMX30 if you ever need to buy some, Cody, and uh, and you can save money. But what's your what's your thoughts on the 21 stuff from F- FXR?
1: It's unreal. Unreal. When when uh Brad from FXR came out to California and showed us the 21 gear, I was like, dude, yeah. this is next love. This is not FXR. Like <laughs> FXR has always had like, FXR has always had like a clean look, you yeah. know? Yep. But like this year was just out of, the. it was out of its world. I was like, dude, this is going to be sick. And like when uh, they started releasing them 21 stuff, people were going crazy over it. And every year it seems like the gear starts yeah. to fit better. And like our gear is just like that. It's thin, and it's stretchy and it's just like you feel good and and you know how what everyone says you look good you feel feel good good, you you go good you race good yeah yeah
0: oh yeah i I sent i sent andy a text yesterday and said hey man uh tickle stuff has looked really good this year like i don't know about the black and the blue and the monster logo whatever it is like i i I, the tickles look has been really good uh this year so i I sent andy a text and said like nice job on that stuff but their 21 stuff is nice yeah
1: yeah it was it's it's awesome and like I'm stoked to be a part of it like it's such a cool brand and everyone everyone with FXR is kind of like a family so it's everyone works together and no, it's cool it's yeah the gear is unreal I just I love it Uh, and and you know that feeling when you put new gear on and you're like I haven't got on the track but I feel good (laughs) I look good cool (laughs) yeah yeah like you did I get a lit kid award or what? Right, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: We. Need... <laughs> I don't know what happened Those The deuce deuce dropped the ball on lit kid awards. I don't know what happened. We were supposed to do it again. And then I don't know. He got too busy rapping or something. We just, we can't do it. Yeah. We don't have it anymore. So
1: I don't know. I'll I have to give him crap on yeah. the line on Monday. Yeah, please. Be like, do. yo, dude, wh- what's up with this? Because, like, I feel good. Yeah.
0: Like, like, come on. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I'm, and I told Michael this too. The, the I love I love the red and the white and the FXR and chaparral The the look of the team I've always liked it. I thought it looked good all year long. Like everybody looked really good. So, um, you know, they get Michael did a good job with that, th- with the look.
1: Yeah, and I, I asked I asked Michael. I was like, dude, how did you come up with this this look? Like, yeah. you crush it. He's like. I don't know. It just kind of came together
0: like that. I was like, come on, dude. So, okay. So you and Michael Lindsay spent a lot of time together, obviously, and and he helps you out and everything else. But what's been the source of the biggest fight between you two? What's been the source of the, the biggest disagreement?
1: I don't know. Cause he's always right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I just don't say anything. Cause
0: I just like, yeah.
1: uh, if I say this, I'm just going to be wrong. So I'm just going to be quiet.
0: Yeah. Just be quiet. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. We,
1: yeah. We haven't, we haven't had like a disagreement on anything like that.
0: So right, right. Um, I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. I know that is good for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, how is the, how's the wrist? So you broke it before supercross. The wrists can be tricky. Um, yeah. how was it and how does it affect you today? if If at all,
1: um no they're good overall yeah it's weird um the scar tissue i had it floating around in my Mm -hmm. wrist for a little bit so like when i was at out of california especially at like glen helen where that track will just make you a man yeah um my hands were going numb and it's because it was like the scar tissue was like in my nerves and i thought i was getting carpal tunnel and uh I just broke the scar tissue up even more, like just focus on like rolling out my wrist,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah, it went away, but that, that i've my hands tend to go numb every once in a while, and I feel like everyone that has had an a wrist injury yep understand that um but so besides that, that's it like I mean it feels normal, so yep i got I got lucky.
0: You want to plan to stay with michael again for twenty twenty one is that the the deal I don't know if he's uh, obviously he's still got still got things to work on but that's that's what it's looking like
1: yeah, yep I'll be on board for twenty twenty one
0: did you feel um Look, Jerry quit the team. It didn't work out for Jerry. Starling got a better opportunity and, and there was no hard feelings. He left the team. Blos just recently announced that he went back to his old team, even though him and Michael were pretty pretty close. Did you, yeah. uh, do you sometimes just be like, hey man, like tell, like, do you tell like other, your friends and, and family and everything? You're like, no, trust me. Like everything's fine. Like it's, it's fine. I do feel sorry for the FXR yeah. guys a little bit that way.
1: Yeah. Some people are like, dude, what's going on with the team? I'm right. like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, other people's situation, like that's just they they chose their route, and I'm choosing my route, yeah, and I was like this me personally, this is the best thing I've ever gotten, and with some you know some people decide to do their own thing, and then some people you know think there's a better deal out there, or yeah, there yeah. is you know, right. and i'm I haven't been in that position, this is the best position I've been in, and this is to me where I'm supposed to grow, right, right. so. I'm I'm content. Like, um, yeah,
0: yeah I, yeah. I think it. You know, I mean, obviously, it didn't work out for Jerry and everything else, but Starling was fine, and and you know, he's just opportunity to make a little bit more money. And blows the same way. And Michael was kind of, you know, Michael's not fighting anybody. Like some teams would be like, hey, forget it. You have a deal. You know, you can't go. And I think he's like, hey, if you think it's better, cool. You know what I mean? And and, and so yeah. that's, I think that's where people get a little bit a of source of um, confusion from. It's a little bit, where it, it's Michael Lindsay is just like, yeah, okay, fine, see you later. I'll get another guy. You know, um, if you got a better deal, you can go. So it's just a little weird in our sport, but, but on the inside, when you know what's kind of going on, I think it's fine.
1: Yeah. And Michael is an understanding guy. Like he, it takes a lot for that man to get mad. Mm -hmm. Um, and he understands like, it's, it's honestly just how it is. Yep. That's just how the sport works. Like, you know, everybody wants to make more money and everybody wants this and that. And sometimes not everyone can deliver. Right. Right. No, for sure. And it's just, it's the situations, and I don't know.
0: FXR it's- Racing, or sorry, FXR Racing, uh, Save the, use code pulpmx 30 to save at the, with those guys. Get the same gear that Cody Shock wears. PULP20 uh, is a code to save with Racetech. Racetech.com. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work done. Uh, Cody Shock using Racetech stuff as well. Firepower, Namira, and Maxis all on board with us. Uh, Michael's a very smart suspension guy. He worked at Enzo for a long time, of course, and, and in you're working with Race Tech guys. How, how does he help you with suspension, and, and does he help you with suspension as far as like, hey, this is what I want to do? Because for, pe- for people who don't know, it's Michael's obviously the team owner but he's also just your mechanic and and uh and wrench for these outdoors so how much has he been helping you with suspension wise
1: uh huge yeah huge i i so i've never been like one to test anything mm-hmm. and i kind of always just ran a setting and run with it and i'll i'll make a comment to michael and he was like well is it doing this is it doing that or is it doing this?" and i'm like uh kind of like a little bit of both he's like okay do this and for instance like he's not here at redbud with me it's just my dad and i mm-hmm. but yesterday after every practice session and every moto uh, i called him about suspension and he was just like he would he would he would get quiet and he'd be like Ugh. and then he would be like okay do <laughs> this this and this yeah and i was like okay but why and he was like well if you do this it's gonna react this way and if you do this it's gonna compensate type thing and the dude is just yeah he's smart
0: yeah yeah he definitely yeah no, no suspension right for sure so yeah
1: yeah um and like there's times when he tries explaining to me like how suspension works
0: mm-hmm.
1: how like how this part will work over the uh, other than like this part and i'm like michael i need you to simplify this like <laughs> <laughs> like you're given a good description but like dumb it down a little bit more.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Um, you're just like, Hey, please help me here. Help me out. Figure this out. Um, yeah. What, uh, for you growing up in Delaware, um, it's an odd state, right. To grow up in racing moto. What's it like there?
1: Um, well nowadays there is no moto. No, it's, it's kind of sad. Yeah. When I was on 65 and 85 growing up, uh, we had three tracks. There's one, uh, a lot of people know it was Blue Diamond, a mm-hmm. That was uh, up north. And then we had a local track that was local to me, Snake Creek. And then um, there's a track called – it went through multiple names, but a lot of people know it as Speed City mm-hmm. down in Seaford, Delaware. Um, so we we had three tracks growing up, and then now they're they're all gone. So for me to go – like I'm, I'm basing myself out of home now. So for me to ride during a week, I just – drive like the two and a half hours to Buds creek
0: oh really oh shit yeah that, that's where you gotta yeah, go I, yeah yeah
1: it's if i want to ride anywhere it's and about two to two and a half hours any direction
0: Jeez, yeah that's rough so that so but growing up it wasn't like that but now now it is for you yeah yeah, yeah. um was it a big moto community like i don't even know like i've I've driven through delaware and that's about it you know i i, I, I it, but that's it's yeah. not it's not a huge mode of community.
1: community. Right. Um, growing up, like, when I was in school, people were like, you race dirt bikes? I'm like, yeah. yeah. They're like, where do you even do that at? So <laughs> a lot of people in Delaware don't know what I do right. or understand. So, yeah, no, it's it's not a big community at all. And, our, like, the, the de- uh, dealerships, I mean, they sell dirt bikes, mm-hmm. you know, but their main focus is, like, the off road or like mm. the UTVs, ATVs or um you know, can yeah. am right, like right, all right. that. Yep. So yeah, Moto's just like a little section in like it's a, in a little corner yep. of the dealership and that's about
0: it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so you know, it's amazing that you got to where you are just like that. Did your dad race or how did he get you into it?
1: Uh, no, my dad just he always rode growing up. Yep. And he uh he ran a a motorcycle program called nipple and it was actually sponsored by Honda. Okay. And he would take like unprivileged kids out every Saturday to a sand pit and teach them how to ride. No way. And that was really? kind of, yeah, that's that was cool. kind of like their way of like if you do good in school, mm-hmm. you can go ride your dirt bike on the weekend. So like, he did that for twenty four years. Wow. And that's, my sister grew up with riding and then obviously when I was old enough he put me on a bike and Mm -hmm. that's where I started I rode every Saturday on you know the good old XR 50s 70s 100s so
0: Honda would give your dad the bikes to keep in a garage or something or your how would your dad get the bikes from okay from Honda. yeah
1: so there's a dealership uh Diamond Motorsports that's local to me and yeah Honda like sponsored or I don't know exactly the full details but Honda would deliver the bikes and he would keep the bike for two to three years. And it was out at a, a YMCA. Okay. Yep. Wow. And just every Saturday, just kids would show up at, you know, seven thirty yeah. in the morning, mm-hmm. and prep their bike and we'd go ride out in a sand pit from eight thirty to one o'clock in the afternoon, come back, wash the bikes. And yeah, it was just, you know. Wow. That's, that's cool. That's how it was. Was it C R eighties
0: too or just all kind of XRs and four stroke stuff?
1: Uh just all four stroke stuff. Okay. So the biggest flight they had was a the C R F one hundred fifty
2: okay.
0: at the time. Yep. Yep.
1: And a, the previous before that was like the XR four hundred. Okay. So like we had a few of those, but yeah, 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 no, that's 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 what we grew up doing.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. And you and uh and so your dad would sell the bikes, I guess, or, or would he have to give them back to Honda or uh give them back to Honda. Yeah. Yep. And so then you, we'd get so new ones. So you just grew up with just a stable of motorcycles to ride from and pick from and everything else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And when I started cracking the frames, my dad was like Hey, do you want to race? <laughs> <was> like, yeah. <laughs> so then that's when, you know, we got yeah. the KTM 50 and then, you know, the KX 65 right. and 85. And that's, yeah, that's where it started. So I grew up in a Santa. So that's why I yep. stand comes so natural to me.
0: So did you make friends with any of these kids growing up that you still know? Or are you still in touch or, or anything like that? Any of these uh, kids become racers because of that program? Do you know?
1: No, there, there's a few kids that I still keep in touch with. Yep but, um, no, nobody races. Yeah. yeah. They, they always told me, they're like, no, nah, we're never going to be anything. If it's going to be anyone to do anything, it's you Cody. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And like, it's, it's true. Like yeah. nobody, nobody rides anymore, but yeah. that's, that, that was their childhood.
0: Right. Oh, wow. So, that, that's pretty neat. So you talked yeah. about, you talked about driving to buds. I just talked to Rod Bell for one of these privateer Island podcasts and he was at buds uh, when I was talking to him. So do you ever run into him over there?
1: uh honestly no not really okay um but like we were planning on riding together at a few local tracks like mm-hmm. during this off break
2: right right so
1: uh no but you know it's kind of weird rod bell and i we we grew up together mm-hmm. but not really like we always saw each other at the tracks so yeah. yeah. but i was always a class ahead of them mm-hmm. and now we're battling and it's cool like this right. two local dudes just Riding their hearts out and descending it, so
0: yeah, uh, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to have him. He told me he's got a job. He was like an air conditioner guy <laughs> during the week and stuff. I was like, yeah, what yeah. the hell?
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I, that's that's been new recently from yeah, what I'm aware of. Right. So, Hey, you gotta do what you gotta
0: do. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. Firepowerparts.com. Check them out. Uh, they got oil now as well, batteries and chains and a uh, Max's tires. Speaking of Rod Bell, using Max's tires. I usually throw a Ray in the read for Max's tires, uh, Cody, but he's been <laughs> sucking so bad. I got to throw Rod Bell in there now, you know, cause a <laughs> Ray can't get it done. So <laughs> poor a Ray. That is what, what dude, a season for him, dude. Unbelie. You know what happened yesterday, right? Like with his case. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just unbelievable. It's it's, it's one thing after another. He, I think he's ready to... He's on suicide watch. Uh, it's, seriously, it's bad.
1: Honestly, yeah. We, we all need to just pray for him. He's <laughs> open. Uh, thanks. Like, yeah, go ahead. But my thing is, like, there's not many rocks at no.
0: Red Bull. I, it's like,
1: come on, A-Ray. You're the only guy to find one. I know,
0: <laughs> dude. I don't understand. And then he got the hole in his case. But then, like, if he had just stopped... His bike would be okay, but for some reason he never noticed all the oil burning his leg or foot or, or getting everywhere, getting slippery, and then he just kept riding his bike till it blew up. Like that is just so a ray. Just oh jeez. Well, he he's a bulldog.
1: Come yeah, on now. I know, like, right? He, just, he rides that thing till it breaks, and
0: he I'm know. sure he must have passed you at su- at some point in Supercross, and you just saw smelt burning clutch and heard the heard the throttle pinned, like oh. <laughs> You know what he's at the
1: practice track. It's funny. Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> God. Uh, so also too, uh, speaking of Maxis tires, Rod Bell using those, and the Maxis SGB Kawasaki team, and Namira Pistons also used by Alex Ray out there. Namira dot com for more information on those guys. Uh, please check them out. Uh dot uh, forging champions one piston at a time. Of course, FXR and Shap and Race Tech as well uh, on board with this podcast. Cody Shock uh, speaking uh, right now. So, um, all right. So the, you like the sand and Ed has got some sand, but so does Millville and that's coming up and so does Florida. So you got to be stoked for, you know, obviously we'll get through Monday, but you got to be stoked for the next two rounds too.
1: Oh yeah. No, I, um, last year was the first time I ever went to Millville mm-hmm. and now it's like a mutter, but like, Oh, that that's was, right. That yeah, it was. was so Yep. Fun. yep, yep. That one's track was so fun. So I'm like stoked to go back because it's one of those tracks that's just like, I don't know, the, just the whole vibe of the environment
2: is mm-hmm. cool. Yep.
1: And, um, WW is a lot of fun. So no, I'm, I'm stoked to get these sand nationals.
0: So yeah. Millville is my favorite track. I think on the circuit, I've raced it a bunch, so I'm kind of biased, but I love Millville. I just think it's the best track. I know people love red bud and I get it, but to me, Millville is, is super special. So
1: yeah, it's, uh, I like, uh, so Tony Archer is one of the best, best yeah. friends. And he, Tony was like, any oh, anytime i say anything about uh noville he's just like oh i love that track he's like i love it more than bud's creek and that's saying something. yeah like, yeah really right he's tony's a legend at bud's creek oh is he yeah and, yeah is he is he yeah. good there yeah yeah well tony that's where he grew up no. like he's, he spent more laps at bud's creek than anyone else that i know
0: no 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 bro and- you i got you got it what about what about uh Welch, Tom Welch from back in the day. Do you remember that guy?
1: Well, yeah, I, I'm gonna say Tony is gonna give him a run for his money. Really?
0: Okay, I thought. Really. Okay, all right. Jeez. Uh.
1: Really? Yeah. No, because that that track was like five ten minutes from Tony. Oh, was it really? And okay. Yeah. Yeah, and he was riding there before it was even open to the public during the week. Oh, jeez. So yeah, Tony spent some time there uh, when you know you you ride your local track and like mm-hmm. that's what you're good at. Yep. He says Millville is by far. I'm like, All right,
0: dude. Yeah. And that's saying something, like you said, yeah. What is uh what is Archer doing now? He was a mechanic for a little bit. Obviously he raced pro, pretty good pro. Uh and then he became a mechanic. What's he what's Tony Archer doing now?
1: He's uh he's Pierce Brown's mechanic. Oh is he? Okay. Yeah. I did not yeah, know that, yeah. Yeah, he was uh wrenching for Brian Moreau. Right. And then it was pretty devastating what happened to Brian. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, then he became Pierce Brown's so yeah, Tony's just crushing it over yes. there right
0: now. Yeah, that's good. Good to see. Yeah, you know, I've I never noticed. I I, I got to be honest, I never noticed he was over there. So that's cool. I'll go say hi to him when, when I see him. Um, so for for 2021 do you want to stay in 250 for supercross do you want to move up like i'm I'm going to give you the same speech that i always give everybody like you know 250 supercross is gnarly and you need a great bike and it's really tough to compete against the depth of the factory guys and not to mention the purse money sucks balls cody so um (laughs) like a 450 supercross like you you know i think you're a main event guy the money's really good you don't got to put as much money and effort into the motorcycle um what's your thoughts on that Uh, do you already know what you're going to do
1: yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure, like ninety percent ninety percent sure that we're I'm running a
2: 250 okay. for the West Coast.
0: All right, all right. So that'll um, be the plan.
1: But but I told Michael, look for the rounds that there's like East Coast. I want to ride a 450. So I would love to do both. Yeah. But the yeah. main focus is 250. Right. But it, at any point, like you know, like Daytona or something,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I would love. To ride a 450 so i don't know i yep. um, just whatever michael gives me the green light
0: i'm gonna go yeah and, <laughs> and that depends too a lot on the oem support on hondas and everything else you know what i mean oh, honda, yep. honda could yeah. say hey we, we're we just going to give you 250s because that's all we want you to ride or whatever you know what i mean so
1: yeah and i'm at the point where hey if you supply a bike i'm gonna ride that thing to its <laughs> to its potential and my potential and yeah. we're just
0: going to Go for it. Right. Uh, what do you like to do for training off the bike? What, uh, what are some of the things you do? Uh,
1: So I generally just cycle, Yep. but I'm not like a hardcore cyclist, uh, but I, I, I mean, I do pedal. Um, I would like to get into like mountain biking. So I got to get one of them because, uh, a Ray lives right up the road from Tony. Uh huh. And I always see a Ray's collection. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I want to get one. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah. E-bike. Oh yeah. mountain bike or road bike. You yeah. Know, what like, do you
0: need? Right. right.
1: <laughs> yeah. What do you need? I'm just like, dang, like this is sick. So yeah. no, I definitely, uh, we went to big bear, um, a few weeks back and it was a lot of fun. And I was like, you know, I could see myself mountain biking for training. Like yeah. I found a lot of fun in that. So, yep. um, that's something I want to try to get for this off
0: season. No, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's bro. about it i'm pretty basic i'm i'm e-bike guy dude they're they're fantastic e-bike, i don't bike. i don't know if a guy in shape like yourself could benefit from an e-bike uh in salt lake city every time i, w- I went with a ray twice he would just ride his e-bike on the top mode and he was telling me he was recovering <laughs> quote unquote i'm recovering bro so i don't really know <laughs> if if an e-bike is ideal for you know a guy like you like an athlete but but whatever yeah you figure it out so
1: Hey, if you're if you're pedaling, you're pedaling. You uh, yes. don't need to go into detail. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Exactly. All right. Then, you, know, you sound like A-Ray. Exactly. So perfect. Uh well, hey, man. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. Good ride at uh at Red Bud. Like I said, no one really probably really noticed your battle to the death with Harlan uh for 20th place, but I did. And and a great second moto coming up from there too, as well. So I think you've uh, had a nice outdoor season and uh it's cool to see good for good things for the FXR Chaparral team as well. Uh Cody, thanks for doing this, man and uh, we'll see you Monday. Thank you very much.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you for the time. Appreciate it.